Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And I'm telling you, it's too late to turn back now. Y'all bring me back the old song you used to ride with my parents. It's like an oldie station today. It's too late, Hugh. You can't turn back time, dude. You're falling in love. That's what's, 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 what's Are you talking about it's too late for the Eagles? It's the yeah, I mean, we're trying to turn back time. We're trying to oh, yeah, reconstruct okay. the, the championship team. We gotta re, we gotta make this thing over. We can do that. We can make it. Well, Howie's got a lot of work to do. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. We'll get to the latest on Joel Embiid, who did not play last night. Neither did Maxi. Sixers lose in Portland. And uh, a lot of a lot of stuff out there about Joel and what the heck's going on with this team. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Your phone calls here. And do you believe the Eagles are close? 215-592-9494, the phone number. What's the poll so far early in the show here, Kyle? On, on Are the Eagles close? Because it feels to me so far, uh, early in the show, our callers are a little bit split on this. Some, yeah, some yeah, they're close. I'm like, no way. It's 62% saying yes. Mm. They think the Eagles are close. So They believe like me. Yep. We don't know how we're going to fix it. We're like... Like, see, this is the thing. Money is an issue. I understand that. That's not my expertise. Math is not what I do. But I do know that what you need to make this team better. Now, I understand that there's probably going to be some guys, like I said, that aren't going to be expendable like I would like them to be. But you can fix this. And if you put enough defensive minds in there that can understand and, 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 and relate to some of these guys and how they play, then you can fix this. You can fix this pretty fast. They could fix it, uh, and maybe Howie will. And maybe in a month or two or three, I feel way differently. But right now, I think they have a lot of work to do. We don't know, but I'm assuming Kelsey's not going to play. O-line, corner, safety, linebacker, wide receiver. They got And they have to fix the quarterback. I mean, that that's one thing we're not even going to know about until they start the season next year. Like, I, I, I could see the first day of free agency, Howie makes a move, trades for a Pat Sertain or something. Like, I could see that happening, but – are we going to be sure that Jalen Hurts is is healthy and the player we think he is until they start the season? We're not going to know. We're not going to know until week one of next season. Brad is up next on WIP. Hey, Brad. What's up, fellas? What's going on? How we doing, Brad? Chilling. So just to let y'all know, I'm born and bred in Philly. That's 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 home. I'll I'll never, I'll never forget it. I love it forever. But Philadelphia Eagles are fundamentally flawed from the top down. Because if you think about it, the Eagles never could never could deal with that dude. You know, you know what I'm saying? That that guy, like Reggie White, Brian Dawkins, LaShawn McCoy, Shady, AJ Green was on his on his way to becoming that dude. And as soon as as soon as he was on that route, that trajectory, 
they shut it down. That's mean, when the Eagles started Brown? to suck. You mean AJ Brown? AJ Brown, sorry. Yeah. My bad, my bad. We do that all. <laughs> That's my bad. Yeah. But uh, he, was on, he was on that way to be that dude. Now, the albatross, the albatross of that was Nick Foles. They didn't expect Nick Foles to be that dude. And then what happened, Nick Foles and Doug Deke became became that dude, became bigger than the team because they were nationally recognized for all for what they were able to do. And Howie and Jeff can't couldn't deal with it because they're not the cool kids at the cool table. And so now the cool kids will get more power. And so unfortunately, because of the way the organization organization is run, we will never be in a position to succeed because we don't allow persons with big personalities to succeed and flourish. So, yeah, I mean, look, they've had some. They've had some big personalities around here, Brad. The but, a, AJ but, part. But they, got, but, they got, but they got rid of all of them. Like T.O. you're talking about? Is that where we're going yeah. back to that? T.O., D-Jack, LaShawn. So, yeah, so two of the three are wide receivers. Wide receivers tend to be outlandish personalities. They're a little different. That's par for the course when you talk about wide receivers, I think. True, but do you see this organization ever getting a Patrick Mahomes or a Joe Burrow? They'll never get a personality like that. They'll never get a leader like that. That's why Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, all them big-time coaches, uh, Mike Tomlin, will never get them because their personalities are so big that they're bigger than bigger than the number crunchers. I agree with the coach there. There's, yeah, some, Brad, there's I, something to that. But I agree as far, with the coach part. But as far as the players are concerned, you need ballers. and And I – I know there are some people that don't like A.J. Brown, man. I don't think A.J. Brown was a bigger issue as people made him out to be. I think that it's easy to point to him because he's a receiver. And we've seen track records of receivers that are that are on that divadom mm-hmm. that tend to tend to derail certain things. I don't I honestly, I'm telling you, I don't I don't feel as strongly as everybody else did about A.J. Brown and him being that type of guy. I really, really did. Uh, so I, I agree with some stuff our last caller said. The one part I definitely agree with. Some I, I think they, look, if they could get drafted Patrick Mahomes or if Jalen was Patrick Mahomes, they'd be very happy with that. I, I, I think they want a star quarterback here, and, and they've tried uh, to have one for a long time. And Jalen maybe still will go back to being that. He was one a year ago. But I do believe it on the coach thing. I don't think the Eagles want a, a strong now, wheel. I, I do believe coach. that. I do believe that. And I've heard that on multiple occasions from multiple multiple different people. Yeah, it's almost like after the Chip Kelly experience, they said no more, never again. Nobody we're not puts doing baby this. baby in the closet. Yeah, we're never doing this. We're, we, Jeff and Howie run the team, and they have a coach who will go along with the plan. It, it, the way I view the Eagles is I, I think they want to run it like a baseball team where the front office builds the team, creates the strategy, and it's just the ma- – you're the manager. You just sit there. You stand there. You, you could set the lineup if you want. You can make a couple decisions like pitching is like – you know, pitching decisions late in games like fourth down. The bullpen yeah, we, is like fourth we, down. We, make, we get the ingredients for the, for the meal. Right. But you, you, gotta put, you can put it together. Yeah. We, we buy the ingredients. Yeah. And then you talk after the game, and if there's a bad decision, you take the heat for them. And that, that's what I view them doing with a head coach. It's not a strong-willed guy. Like, there was no Shanahan, McVay. Mike Vrabel, none of that. And I don't think they're going to do that again. I mean, and so so far the formula has worked for them. That's, Hugh, it's a very fair point. Yeah, I mean, and, and you can't go against until it doesn't work, then it's not going to change. And and to be honest, I, I really don't have a problem with it because it to up until now, it hasn't been that big of an issue. Because the problems that we're talking about, whatever they are, they haven't derailed the team as a whole. It hasn't it hasn't come to a head like that. Now there's been speculation and there's been rumors and there's been rumblings 
But to be honest, it hasn't fragmented the team to the point where, you know, you got guys doing push-ups in the, in the, in the front lawn. It hasn't really held them back. Yeah, I mean, you wonder, could they be better you yes. know, if, if they hired a special head coach? Yeah, I mean, I think the last three weeks we all wondered that. But it, you're right, it hasn't truly held them back. 215-592-949 for coming up. Just a couple minutes. The latest on Joel Embiid with his knee issue. Didn't play Saturday in Denver. That was a whole fiasco. Also didn't play last night in Portland. OG, Wade, and Chester. What's up, OG? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? What's up, man? Good, OG. What are you feeling today? I'm a little testy, man. I'm just an elephant in this room that ain't being addressed. And Hugh kind of tapped on it for a minute, but Hugh's in the in the non-believing stance, and I'm in the you know the believer. And I think that the only thing that has nothing's been done yet in terms of fixing what was wrong with this team. And you know why? Because I believe that Howie Roseman and Jeffrey have sat down with AJ and told him that we will accommodate you, but we need you to keep it down. He's the only one that ain't said nothing. He he's, he wears a C on his chest on his jersey. He's the only one of them that didn't have an exit interview. He's not being heard of on no social medias. Ain't nothing floating with this situation. And to me, if if you ever and you, I don't, you know, I know you said you've been in multiple locker rooms. It ain't never ever in my life of watching this game been a situation that we experienced here in Philadelphia this year. And that started with A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. And that has not been addressed since the Minnesota game where he was snapping on Jalen on the sideline, and he did it in multiple games. And I said it then, and I'm going to say it now. A.J. should have never, ever done that. I don't give a damn what they say they was arguing about. It should have never went down because what it did is it ignited something. And that ignitement is that you disrespected Jalen Hurts, and you don't know. We all look at Jalen as this tough guy, so this is why it's easy for us to criticize him. You see, uh, everybody goes in on Jalen because they know what? He can take it. Mm -hmm. But nobody is considering, don't you know that this man also has a, a manhood that he has to protect as well? So forever, all of us keep coming at him with all this tough guy stuff. He can take it. But ain't nobody considering the situation but the Philadelphia Eagles organization. So, OG, just to be clear, you think A.J. is going to be moved this offseason? I'm going to be – it's breaking news right now. And I thought about it, and everybody said, no, OG, that can't happen because it'll be a $36 million cap hit. Guess how they're going to do it? They're going to extend him to a big contract when these wide receivers get their money, and then they're going to trade him on draft day. And guess who they trading to? Chicago for that number nine, that number nine pick. Well, that's I an interesting trade idea. Well, OG, listen, I don't think your premise is crazy that they move on from AJ. OJ, what, AJ OJ, we appreciate. I don't think it's crazy. Feeling. All right, let me let me try, try to find that song. Do you remember that song? That's, Nothing yes. more than feeling. I, I do remember that. So don't hurt his feelings. OG's premise that they're, that they're going to move on from AJ, I don't think is a crazy thought. Man, I do. I don't. <laughs> why? Not why? that not that I want to. Because here's why. Because because he because he hurt AJ. Uh, well, Jalen. Okay, that that to me that's not even a big part of it. I think they have too much money invested in the offense. There's only so much cap room here. Devontae Smith's agent is going to ask for an extension this offseason. He's going to command in the twenties, if not more. I saw one projection for Justin Jefferson, and they are you know on similar in terms of about to get paid lengths. Right, they're both going to get paid. Mm-hmm. I saw a projection for Justin Jefferson. 
that was somewhere in the $180 million range. Right? He didn't get his deal yet, Justin Jefferson, I don't believe. So if Jefferson gets 38 a year or whatever, he's going he's gonna to break the record because he's off to the best start of anyone probably ever, wide receiver. Then if I'm Devontae's agent, I'm like, all right, that's the new market. I get 30. And AJ's going to get 25. We're going to have $55 million a year at wide receiver and a $50 million a year quarterback. I, I, I think it's too much money on offense. So I, I, think, I think they might do this. I think the I think the conversation for, for, for the Slim Reapers job is going to be had this year. I don't think necessarily you have to move on it. And as far as AJ being traded, I do not believe that wholeheartedly because he is a record-breaking receiver. And why would you – like, I, I don't see this relationship as being that fragmented that he has to go. That would surprise me immensely if Jalen went into the office and said, you know what, A.J. hurt my feelings. That I would be surprised by that too. <laughs> he I, hurt my feelings. He got to go. So, But I do, I, I do wonder, <laughs> I though, if because you keep talking about elephant in the room. We all know there was an, obviously an issue, communication and, and chemistry last year. They're bringing back the coach. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. They're bringing back Jalen. He's not going anywhere. Does someone have to be removed from this? And I, and I guess Brian Johnson, but come on. I mean, that's Is that really going to make a big difference here? I, I don't think OG Wade's crazy that that, that, that could be a conversation this offseason. And I also think they it, it's not going to be easy to build a functional roster and with a defense that has good players if you are spending – what is the math on that? 30 and 25 is what, 55 and Jalen's 50? You're basically allocating $105 million on a $240 million cap on three offensive players. That's a lot. It is, but I feel like like this is a conversation. Like I look at it like this, Joe, and you're totally right. And there is uh, – the rubber's going to meet the road soon enough. But I feel like this is the year. Like I'm looking at it like this. If we can get this offense clicking this year with this defense playing well, and we make it to the Super Bowl, then that's an easier conversation to have because you're trying to hold this team together in order to get over the hump and get to the, you know, get a get a championship. And then figure that out. That's why I feel like this year would be the year where you could take a Slim Reaper's deal, probably tell him, hey, look, man, as soon as the season or we can probably get something done. Or hopefully he's in a situation, I'm not saying take a cap friendly deal, but hell, how he's been a number guru all this time. Figure it out, Howie. That's your job. I know, but there's only so many. Figure, figure so guru them. So many figure, big contracts. Figure out the guru thing. Yeah. Do, do your thing. Man. Do your two, two-time that dude thing. Do that. All right, we'll get back to all your phone calls here in the Eagles in just a second. Let's hit this uh, Joel Embiid news because Joel didn't play again last night in Portland. You know, what was it, a week ago we are doing the 70-point thing and we're all like, oh, Joel, what does it mean? Is this this year different? Well, all of a sudden, things have, have come back to reality here. Joel Embiid is, is injured again uh, or something's going on. So yesterday... Uh, Ramona Shelburne, ESPN, had a report to you about what's going on with Joel Embiid, okay? She wrote this, Embiid was not listed on any of the pregame injury reports leading into Saturday's game. According to sources close to the situation, Embiid was determined to play in Denver for the first time since 2019, but was pulled from the game by the team's medical staff after the staff watched him warm up before the game. As one source put it, he could, and this in the quotes, he could barely jump as... He warmed up. He could barely jump as he warmed up. Hugh, are you worried about Joel? That doesn't sound good. That no, does Especially not. Especially when you talk about the timing of the the, the injury, 15 minutes before the game. Mm-hmm. Not on the injury and report. now it feels like it's, it's getting worse 
as we get further and further into this. So, yeah, that, that's, that's a little bit of a concern. No question about it. All right, then we also had this. Uh, Spike Eskin on the Rice to Ricky Sanchez podcast. Listen to this about Joel and, and kind of what he heard about Joel in Denver on Saturday. If it is Joel like can't catch his breath in Denver, they're not going to publicly say he's not going to play because he can't catch his breath in Denver. Like I know people who work in media in Denver and people told me that prior to the game during his warmups, he was sucking wind the entire time. So I think it is legitimately possible that that is the truth. Now, can they say that? I guess not. And I, God bless the Sixers, no offense. I do not give them the benefit of the doubt that they are telling the truth in this instance because they have not earned it. Is Friday Groundhog Day? Is that the date? For February, February 2nd? Something like that. It's always Groundhog Day with the Sixers. It's the Joel Embiid thing. We do this four times a year. He's banged up. He's hurt. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Is it serious? Is he ducking, him, ducking Jokic? It's just sometimes it's exhausting. For as great of a player as he is, Hugh, and he's a great especially as an offensive player. He's an all-time scorer. It's exhausting sometimes, everything with Joel Embiid. The the trade deadline is a week from Thursday, and we have the best player on the team, not on the injury report, they're not playing, sucking wind. Is his knee really hurt? I have no idea what's going on with Joel Embiid. I never do. This is weird. When you talk about the Denver thing and the fact that he hasn't played in a long time, maybe maybe there's – I remember Ryan Clark had issues Couldn't playing play, in Denver. Yeah. And, and maybe maybe it's the same thing. And if that is the case, maybe that needs to be disclosed. I think it should because actually it would be easier that way. Yeah, People would wouldn't be. rip him if he had some sort of condition yeah. where the altitude did give him problems. Yeah, and, and but the thing that really is really weird is the fact that now he can't jump. Like in the knee, like there have been times like, like I've had knee injuries where initially it didn't feel that bad. And then the next morning you wake up, and part of that is probably because of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Then you wake up in the morning, and you, you can't move, and, and something's wrong. So there's a possibility that there's that. But this, this playing a Denver thing, that there might be something else to that. There really might be. There might be. Uh, it also speaks to some just overall we have to consider this, and Maury has to consider it. Next week's the trade deadline. We, we've, we've been wondering for two months now, are they going to add something significant to try to move this thing closer because they're certainly good, but they're not great. They're not on the level this year of the Celtics, even the Bucks in the Eastern Conference. Or is it going to be like, ah, we'll just kind of wait till the summer and try to go at it in free agency? I, if I'm Daryl Morey right now, I mean, how can I go make a trade? How can I trade something significant when I don't even know if Joel's healthy? Yeah, I, I, it makes it hard. Yeah, and and you try you're trying to make this team better, and your best player right now, we don't know what's going on with him as far as his knee, and and if this is something that that could potentially last. A long, long time. Or if this is something that's going to linger, you know, get, we, as we try to get ready for the playoffs, it's always the same thing. I mean, it just it's, it's 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 so it's so unfortunate because just a week ago, last Monday, if I'm not mistaken, we were talking about how we were excited about the 70 point game yeah. and and yep. how the season looked like it was going and and buying back into the Sixers and everything, and then unfortunately this happens on this West Coast swing. I just I. I with Joel, it just doesn't it feel like he's not built for this. And when I mean, I, see, I, I mean it like, I know is his body built for one hundred plus basketball games a year, I regular season, and then the whole way through the playoffs? I he's never done it one time. Yeah, this is the unfortunate thing about it. It just feels like this is the road that we keep going down. As far as Joel M, Joel Embiid is concerned, I, I will say this to that though: if this is the biggest breakdown that he's gonna have. I would rather have him on this stretch 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As opposed to later in the season when we're well, trying to get ready for sure, the playoffs. Sure, I agree with that. I mean, you, know what but I mean? You, you just can't time these things. You no, hope. You, you can't, but you just, you just hope this is it. Uh, you you do. really, really do. You do. Tyrone in Middletown. What's up, Tyrone? Hey, good morning, guys. Great show. How's it going? What's Good, going on, Tyron. Man? What are you feeling? Um, I'm listening to you. I think uh, I, I kind of agree with Joe a little bit on this when you're saying that the Eagles, uh, not, I don't think they're on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl with the team unchanged right now. Um, I think. After All right, Tyrone, we're going to put you on hold. Was Tyrone underwater? Is submarine? Or? He actually sounded like the Charlie Brown teacher right there. I think he did. We'll, wah, 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 wah. we'll get him back in a second. Jake and Delco. What's up, Jake? Hey, what's going on, guys? Love the show. Thank you, Jake. What are you feeling today? Uh, just to address the scandal with the afternoon show real quick mm-hmm. to start off. Uh, Hugh, you're right. I mean, it's a big table and everybody can eat, but uh, I think it's a buffet, and you went up and filled your plate and got some chicken wings and stuff and sat down. And then your buddy came over and said, hi, how you doing? And then just reached onto your plate and took one of your chicken wings. Now, nah, that, that that, nah, that's a bad analogy, Jake, because ain't nobody taking no chicken wings off your boy plate. It, it sounded to me, though, and to Jake, like someone took a wing. I mean, that, that, that return, Jake, was, hey, that Jake, was a wing. Jake, not if, we, not if we eat buffet style. You ain't about to do that. <laughs> All right, they took it off of Kyle's plate, and you didn't say anything. That's exactly that. You yeah. know, that's it, Jake. They that's took it. they took a chicken wing right off of Kyle's plate, and Hugh just sat there and smiled. And we're not going to stand for <laughs> <with> that. He's <laughs> with the sorry partner. <laughs> yeah, basically. Sorry, partner. So with the, with the Eagles, the the question: um, Are we close or not? I, it's been kind of said by some callers earlier, but I, I don't necessarily agree with the terms of the question because it kind of implies. We know how far we are, or we know how far away we are, or even why. And like Hugh keeps saying, you know, there was a disconnect somewhere, and we still don't know why. And for me, it's like you got a car, and there's all kinds of things wrong with it. You went down to Howie's local local friendly mechanic, and and Howie put some new tires on there, some Leonard tires. (laughs) Basically, fell off. (laughs) That's a great analogy. And then then he put some Bayard brake pads on there, and and they didn't work. So then, then you went down. They said you got to go to the dealership. So they went to Jeffrey's dealership. <laughs> Jeffrey's in there <laughs> trying to change out the computer chip or something. I don't know. We don't know what's wrong with it, man. Yeah, and, we still and, ain't and got and to, Jake, the, to the problem. If you ever had it a car like that, if you ever had a car like that, you start to wonder: like, is is this car really worth it anymore? Right? Like, is this, right. Am I going to get any? How many more miles can I get out of this thing? Because I'm spending a lot of money and time on all these little things. Yeah. Well, Howie knows the guys at the chop shop too, so <laughs> he so does. He, you know. Now I'm, I'm picturing them at the junkyard now, looking for looking for parts here. Yeah, we don't probably need to be at the junkyard. That's, man, that's too bad. Yeah, well, that's not the junkyard is not a good spot to be. Jake, man, we appreciate the phone call. It's it's a fun analogy, and that w- that was last season. I mean, they they did. They went to the used car parts place to get get a Bayard and to get a a Darius Leonard, and that and that's what happens. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. All right, we'll get back to the phones here coming up in just a couple minutes, and. We got to talk to a dope here, Howard Eskin. We am sure he has thoughts on the Embiid stuff. Does Howard think the Eagles are close 
Plus, we have to call him on something he told us a while ago as it relates to the Vic Fangio-Gannon situation. We gave Howard his flowers yesterday. Today, we make sure we have accountability. Number one thing here on WIPR. 215-592-9494. Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sick and tired of achy joints. Dread the idea of surgery. So do I. That's why I went to my guys at QC Kinetics. Let me tell you, people. I had my third treatment at QC Kinetics, and my knees feel so much better. I'm almost ready to run that marathon. Now, I know I keep saying that marathon analogy and everything. I'm probably not going to run a marathon, but you get exactly what I'm talking about. For all those folks out there that have knee pain, you know what you go through on a day-to-day basis. Getting up out of a chair, it hurts like the dickens. I don't have those problems anymore. I still have one more treatment, but right now I'm feeling real good about myself. And this is not about a Band-Aid. This is not what I'm talking about, people. This is a revolutionary treatment that could get you back in the game. If you like to work out, if you like to be active with your kids or whatever, this can help you out tremendously. Your body has what it needs to heal heal itself, and QC Kinetics can make that happen for you. This is no drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The future of pain treatment has arrived. Hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America. And guess what? You can be one of them. If you have hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or injury, you need to call my people at QC Kinetics. 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. One more time. 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 